0: Hey there, I'm Simeon.
1: And I'm Mary.
0: And welcome to the Two Nerds.
1: And our journey through the essential literacy practices. All new worlds were created as rock pushed on into unexplored territory.
0: Almost generally, there's always the feeling that one has to innovate and reevaluate. So, what's it
2: sound like behind the scenes? After our last conversation. Michelle, Mary, Elise, and I sat around and talked about literacy in Muskegon County, as well as how the essentials are impacting work across the state. It was too good to get rid of, so we hope you enjoy. You had asked me earlier about people really coming around small group instruction, and I guess going back to that, because I didn't answer it, all of those essentials are incredibly powerful. Mm -hmm. I feel the first year there was a lot of focus around read-alouds and vocabulary, which going to make such a difference for kids to know all these vocabulary words um, and have the questions asked of them that are open-ended where they really have to think to find an answer or come up with an answer. But when I think about the work that's been going on in our county, specifically around small group, that really took off last year. And it's teachers like Elise that I would attribute that to. We'll walk into classrooms and they'll have their data out willingly. They're so excited. And I don't try to go there with teachers. You know, I want it to be, feel safe and um, a trusting situation and that I would never judge them based on their data. But they're so excited by it. And I feel that that's really catching on in our county. A small group, essential practice is really a, a hot topic right now. People are starting to see data go up and they want to show it to people. And as a teacher, I never really felt compelled to do that. Not that my data was good or bad or otherwise, but I was never that excited about it that I went running out to show it to other people. And that is happening. So I think as a county, there seems to be a lot of attention in that area. And I'm really excited to see where that takes us.
1: Michelle, when you named that, what a wonderful honor for teachers, because both of you named it, everybody's working really, really hard. And so to have that ability to celebrate with someone else to say, look at all this hard work and investment, because it's it's not just those hours within mm-hmm. the day, right? Like mm-hmm. those are the hours outside. It becomes our hobby. On the weekend, sometimes we're putting in that time to get things prepared for our kids.
0: And I just wanted to add um, with what we're doing in Muskegon County, I came from a different county three years ago and the amount of professional development and opportunities to grow around the Essentials is amazing because I've talked to other counties, even at the Essentials, and they don't have as many PD opportunities as we do where we're digging in deeper on those nights that we come in. And this year, on top of the coaching, I had Dave Hunt came into my classroom today to show me phonics so I can take that whole group piece and then do that routine with my kids and then add it into my small group instructions for those skill pieces and not just do the book read aloud so it's just we have so many resources that we're so fortunate to have and doing my finishing up my master's right now and anytime i can slip in the essentials i send out there and there's and it's um a college in michigan mary grove but um A lot of people haven't heard it in the whole state, so I have, and I even have people from out of state that are in those classes, and I'm sending it out there. My cousin teaches in Texas, and I sent it to her, and she's like, this is amazing. I can't believe we don't have anything like this. So anywhere I can promote those, I just love Mm -hmm. to get hands on as many people to see it. The work that we're doing is so powerful and important
1: and i think at least when you named that well, what a beautiful way to bring in the essentials because you named earlier it's not about the curriculum it's it's about those practices and the curriculum is our tool to lo- mm-hmm. deliver the practices and i know michelle Maybe you can articulate a little bit more. You always have such a beautiful way of naming Uh-oh. of the essentials and how we use the curriculum really to flow through these essentials. And teachers are really, like you had named as well, at least, they're seeing themselves in these practices. And it doesn't matter the curriculum. We all can come around these practices. Yeah,
2: I think the practices have brought us back to the reason we went into teaching. It's also given us a common language across our state. We can talk to other people that have knowledge around the essential practices about them. And um, before it was always like, okay, what curic- what curriculum do you have? Mm. I have this one. And then mm-hmm. you'd spend 20 minutes sorting out what each of you has, and then you can finally start digging in and having a conversation together. Now it's about practice. It's about mm-hmm. the teachers, kind of like the heart and soul of what they're doing all day long. Um, we know what's best for kids, and when we see it in the, that heavily research-based document, It gives us a permission to do those things that we've known as teachers that we should be doing all along. It also helps us appreciate our resources like our curriculum. (laughs) Everyone says, I can't take on anymore. I can't take on anymore. But when you look at things through the lens of the essential practices, knowing all of the research that went into that, you can really start to filter what you're doing all day long. Oh, I need to have some phonological awareness activities. I need to have some phonics instruction. I need to do a read-aloud with intention every single day. I need to pick my vocabulary words. I can't just choose them in the middle of the story I'm reading. I need to be a little more deliberate about them. I need to collaborate with families. Knowing that those are your non-negotiables helps you then filter some of the resources that you have. This is a supportive resource. It's going to help me deliver these practices every day or maybe it's time to part ways with I you know Nell Duke talks about the dressing the bear for the weather maybe it's time to be time to be done with that and have more intention with what we're doing but the way everything fits together, you've got the practices, the standards and the resources, which is your mm-hmm. curriculum. So many teachers now look at their curriculum and really really appreciate what they have. And on top of that, they know where the hole is that they need to fill. So it's not a bash on curriculum. It actually makes teachers appreciate what they have and Mm -hmm. dig some things out of the closet that they haven't touched in a while because it supports what we need to be doing for every kid every day. And then to have the skill to be able to say, but it's missing this component. So now I need to go digging and ask around for something to help fulfill that need. It's really, really neat to see teachers talk about it. They know when we're together, um, there isn't that, what curriculum, da da, da da It's more, hey, which practice are you focusing on? How are you doing? It, it's different in and, a good way.
1: And when you name that, too, it just made me think back to Elise when um, the Essential Series, when we get to watch you in action, mm-hmm. and just having that uh, grade-level conversations, because you set by grade-level, so I'm going to show you exactly what you were naming, but Elise... Watching you with some veteran teachers at your table, really asking questions and say, what does that look like in your room? And coming around the essentials of those best practices, and what does that look like? And having them come up to me after the essential series and say, thank you for making us have to sit with her because this is awesome. (laughs) Because at first when people come, they just want to sit with your own school, right? The people Mm -hmm. they know. And then having that opportunity to uh, collaborate across the county Mm -hmm. is really powerful. Yeah,
2: I think there's so much we learn from each other. I mean, that's the point and purpose sort of to these conversations with the podcast. But I also think it's not just in the classroom. It's the school and center-based practices as well. How do we collectively support you and your classrooms with what you're doing every day by, by helping to reach out and engage those parents and, and continue to put literacy right in front of our face so that we don't yeah, forget about it. Yeah, the whole all hands on deck yeah. mentality. Yeah. Um, it, I remember when I was interviewing for this job, I was looking at the practices and I felt pretty darn good about them. I, I do all of this in my classroom every day. And then I went to some trainings and I read them over and over and started to realize where my holes were. And I, I would challenge anyone listening to just be really vulnerable and really intentional Um, and not use it as a checklist because it's easy to do. Mm -hmm. It it lends itself nicely to be sort of a checklist. Am I doing this? Yes or no? And I remember three years ago taking a little survey about how I thought I was doing at the district that I came from on the essentials and probably marking myself higher than I should have. Now looking back on that to think of all that we've learned because we've put ourselves out there and realized that we do have a problem in Michigan – and we can no longer deny that. And our Tier 1 instruction is not enough. And our Tier 2 and Tier 3 is full of too many kids. So obviously, we have to do something differently. And to really put yourself out there, um, I think the coaching aspect of that really provides a way for teachers to be vulnerable and put themselves out there and safely ask themselves, am I really doing this? Am I really doing what this says? Or do I need to improve in a few areas? Um, before the coaching, I think a lot of people were used to evaluation. So getting yes. used to that coaching, that job embedded where we come to you and it's live and in action in your classroom. It's not a sit and get type of PD. It's it's us coming to you and being in your classroom with you and learning along with you and figuring it out with you. People can channel that. I think will make a lot of growth. <laughs>
0: were created as rock pushed
1: on into unexplored territory within. Ours generally. There's always the feeling
0: that one has to innovate and reevaluate.